<laughs> Look at him frying homeboy because he cut his hand. Yeah, he should have kept the fucking. His barber fucked up. Look, he got. <laughs> he had a few ball spots. Yeah. Uh, Mario, that was a poor choice. Oh, Mario, this, this no. Is when his career started going down to. No. Anyway. Friend zone, trying to hit the heavy bag in the video, too. Go ahead and hit him with the intro. Oh, first. yeah. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the new semester at Sick Guy University. It's your host, RJ McLoco. And it's your boy once again at Daniel Emel. And you are now in session. Welcome to Sick Guy University. We're just chilling, bro. We don't know. I'm sure a lot of our listeners came up in the 2000s, 90s era. But this shit... (laughs) Mario, I mean, bro. I remember back in the day, this was a fire ass song. Nah, he, the vocal's nice. It's like the friend zone anthem, though. It is, yeah. Like because like he was answering all all these questions he was asking, like <laughs> just smiling at him. Like he's like, yeah, motherfucker. He's like, this is my check. He should have had his own verse where he'd be like, where he was saying all the shit he was saying, all that snitch shit. Where he's like, yeah, she smells the perfume. <laughs> She's the makeup on my shirt. <laughs> That's why she loves me, but. <laughs> But you know, it's not that we condone adultery or, you know, promiscuity. Or or really deceit on any level, you know what I'm saying? We just be, we speak on that stuff because you know what, the reality of it is that's just part of the male, like, psyche. You know what I'm saying? Generally, though, generally, nobody likes their emotions and feelings toyed with. Right. That stretched along. Like, I think we've all been at that point for sure. Right. When you had extreme emotion or feeling for someone and maybe something didn't work out. And And then you end up sounding like this. You end up sounding like Mario dancing. But I do. For a chick that's never going to leave for a guy for you. Every night, doing the right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mario. Yo, this is back to when the hot shit was just to always wear a Yankees hat. Yeah. What was that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where those, where those, uh, the was fitted? It, New York, yeah, it wasn't the ones that looked like, it was socks, but it always looked like sex. That was one oh, of the, the Oh, the Chicago socks. White Sox shit? The White Sox shit, yeah, that it's, always it's looked like It's where it's like, like S, yeah, yeah, it's in the cursive, like, Cube would wear it and shit sometimes. That's one of them subliminal type of things that they actually put out there to, you know, keep the agenda of the hypersexualization and all that out there. True shit. And yo, Mario's got the baggy jeans, yo. <laughs> yeah, this has been like mid two thousands. Those are done. I remember being a youngin back then, like it was like you had the baggy stuff going, bro. I was in middle school, yes. Like had the long, big, tall T shirts, had the baggy pants. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, during that era where, where I was at, that was back in the day. You hit a crossroads of you either had to decide I'm a skater or I'm a prep. Or I'm a jock. Or not, nah, really. Honestly, I think middle school, like, you know, there's no school team, so you can't really be a jock like that. You had to either be a skater or a prep. See, I wasn't exposed to the whole, like, prep look, skater look, all that different shit in real until, like, <clears throat> high school time. Right. But it was, like, middle school, it was just like, all right, you just, you, you just wear fresh shit. <laughs> well, middle school, I noticed. Elementary school is like you just had to wear fresh shoes. <laughs> yeah, I would have a fresh basketball pair of shoes, and I would always like rock rock those football jerseys. 
yep, yep. young kids do. Yeah, the basketball jerseys, footballs, even some hikes. It was just any sport jerseys that was fresh. The Kobe of, shoes. Of a team that was popping. The Iverson shoes. And one shit. Remember that shit? Yeah, and one was popping. <laughs> and ones. They were like, they were like, you can wear low tops and play basketball. It's like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't get your ankles broken, weak boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wear low tops, you slow motherfucker. You ain't posting anyone up. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, man. That's all like 2000 kids' problems for sure, for sure. But. You know what? We're going to dedicate this episode to just the fucking 2000s. Hell I never yeah. thought the 2000s was such an era of such appreciation, at least that I have for it now, since we're like so far in the future and we're never going back. But I think it's like a lot of people in our generation, they, they associate mad with the 90s and they put that nostalgia yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, that was what it was. But it's we like, was young as fuck, though, so that's not as much of our developmental era as... It's like 90s was G, and I remember it came out of it, yeah. but yeah, 2000s area from 2000 2010 was really prominent time. Like Culturally, yeah, everything culturally, happened. everything. Like, and like, not even... But I always say, like, the 90s ended in America on 9-11. Yeah, that was, like, the big, yeah, I feel you like know what that I'm saying? Too. That was when it was, like, wow. Because, damn, this is what it is. Go back, come back from this. Because <laughs> you get to go in and start to talk about 2000s and why they're dope. But then you always think about 9-11. And then the other shit that happened on that later in the decade that was G, you kind of, you feel like that's, like, in the present moment. Cause you're not distanced right. enough from it. Yeah. When 9-11 happened, like, I remember as a kid, like, because I was going to school somewhere around here. Uh-huh. And, Evacuation like, all the there. kids, yeah, all the kids' parents was coming to pick them up. This yeah. and that. And I was sitting there waiting, bruh. Like, alright, is my dad coming? Like, fuck, like, can I leave early? And I never got picked up, bruh. Stayed the whole day, like, <laughs> With the school shit, and then, my, and then my dad tells me later, he was like, yeah, I tried to get you, but this, this big lady was guarding, and she wouldn't let me come through. <laughs> like, a, no, like, oh, the, the story, door at school? Yeah, like, the story was so crazy, but it was Damn. like, I knew who it was at that time, I remember. But it was just pandemonium, because it was like, they wouldn't tell you exactly what's happening, but you just saw kids going home. Like, parents was coming in, like, picking them up, like, fuck this. To me, I was in a daze, to be honest. Like, I think it's like, you know, we were so young that yeah. I, the gravity of it wasn't really, it didn't really touch me like that. Like, nah. it just looked like it was some video game shit you saw. Like, that was, that was around the time when Anthrox was coming around, too. So, it was like, oh, be careful with opening your mailbox. Like, all that shit happened. Like, You're right. Like, oh, one. I remember, yeah, like, yeah. all that shit happened. Like, 2000, 2001. Like, motherfuckers trying to kill each other. Like, you gotta realize, growing up in the D.C. area, DMV area, it was like so much shit always was like happening when it came to the threat of like the command control center that is of Washington DC and all surrounding areas within a 25 mile radius I think another thing that it's like a hard culture shift and this shit was going I guess actually I think this shit might have been popping in the 2000s so maybe I have my timeline wrong but at some point or you know what I think it was the mortgage crisis that shit that two th- that two thousand eight shit that was yeah like oh seven two thousand eight they were basically like all right after that shows like Jackass and shit are not funny <laughs> it's not funny anymore <laughs> like everybody that's when the smart ones switched to the online game they yeah like, like that shit where's that they yeah yeah they were like yo 
we can only laugh at that type of shit when the economy's rolling. Right, right. But when my shit, when I when I have a subprime mortgage, I don't want to fucking see an aging Johnny Knoxville <laughs> go down a hill in a shopping cart. Like, that shit had me get in stitches when Bill Clinton was president and everything was cool. <laughs> but now, yeah, like, true. nah, that's not funny Late anymore. I don't want to see that. Like, right before Y2K when everybody thought that was the end of the world. Right. Which is like, do you have the tech understanding to kind of break down what that really was? It's just the ones and zeros at the end of programs uh, was going to fuck it up when it switched from the last two digits of the year being 99 to 01. What? Nah, well, first of all, like, I remember a lot of people was just basing the whole Y2K prediction thing off of the Mayan calendar. Okay. Because it was stating that that was the end or how it was clarified on how it didn't project anything after that. But later on, I don't know if people are aware that should be by now, but what the minds really meant was that was the end of the old world or old era and start of a new one, which is where we at now. You know what I mean? And another yeah, thing yeah, when people yeah. talks about the whole end of times thing, like for sure I believe we're in the end of times. Um, is it gonna be something like prevalent to like within our generation or like within the next twenty to thirty years? Probably not. Mm. And the only thing that's really true about end of times is that it means it's, it's pretty much the ending part of the era of a civilization period, just like how Rome had their era and it ended just like how Babylon had their era and it ended we're at the end times of when this capitalistic system within America is about to drop like and or did it already and we're just here so pretty much like we in those times (laughs) like where it's like shit could have already happened like two three years ago and we're just getting the effects and the actual awareness of it now Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that, I feel like that's how our government really does everything, <clears throat> and everything is of like a fucking you know uh, Mandela effect too. Like I've been noticing a few things, for sure. I was like, holy fuck, you know. So break down a Mandela effect, because I don't know if everyone for, knows what that is. For for a clear later. clear example of a Mandela effect, like. <clears throat> remembering how shit was when you was a kid like say like the tricks box like you remember it was like the bunny and it had a picture of this and some other shit and for some reason you look at it now and there's a picture of like how it was back then and it was slightly different Mm. so like it's like the Mandela effect's pretty much showing ripples within timelines like you see similar shit but it's not exactly what you remember if you actually catch it Right, yeah. but it's subtle enough to where you could just think that it was in your mind, even if it wasn't. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. That's another thing that died in the early 2000s and stuff. Is, yep. Did you say tricks? Yeah. Sugar cereals. Sugary-ass cereals took a L. Yeah. They kind of so, did. That's when Whole Foods started coming up hard. Because, bro, <laughs> yeah. nah, you know who fucked <laughs> it up for everyone? They had their organic cereals. Because they were like, everyone... <laughs> That was the industry to be in, bro. They should have had their own lobbyists like Big Tobacco used to have back in the day. Oh, true shit. That's what they should have had. Like, oh, sugar, yeah, cigarette sugar. smoking started dying. Sugar lobbyists, yeah. Um, but like... Weed smoking started increasing hard. What I say was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Did it? Or has it always been a thing? No, nah, it's definitely it's definitely way more now. Like it's cultural to the point where it's like if you had it, so tried it, or anything, it's like, what are you? But you know what? Captain Crunch was just like that too. That was the point I was trying to make. They were the ones that fucked up the sugary cereal game for everyone. They did by yeah. ripping kids' roofs of their mouths in half. Because remember back in the day, <laughs> the the two main cereals, especially coming up, it kind of came out the nineties, but the two thousand was sure. My R- thing was Kellogg's Frosted Flakes and uh, Corn Pops. Right. Mix and, those two together. And truthfully, Oof. they they were positioned. God, yeah, and they made some good. tricks. Wait, too. pops. Yeah, they were. Oh, Co- yeah. You mix those pops. with frosted flakes. Yep, all three sometimes. I was a sick guy. You're back a fucking then. visionary, bro. Yeah, it was uh, back then. The snack game was so G. And they were also too. I was back where you could still bounce back. You can't. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you can eat the most horrible shit. You can eat candy like for a whole week straight every day. Yes. And like have no consequences. Not at all. It's not like that when you're an adult. It's, yeah, you can't do it anymore. So just fuck no. You you'll have like three cavities out of nowhere. And I, I also say it's two as well. Like uh, there's two ways to think about it. It's yeah, you fucking develop irritable bowel disease oh. <laughs> because oh. you didn't drink enough water. Oh my god! <laughs> and you didn't work out for the past week. Oh. And you had Captain Crunch for breakfast. Uh. That's why I was like, and it's two because pe- uh. people know us that we're pretty much intuitively you have gotten into fasting as part of the way that we eat you know what i mean yeah like, intermittent fasting is like usually so natural usually during the yeah i never set out to do it but it was just seemed natural to me to just start my day just hydrate have some superfoods other things that provide different types of nutrition but i always remember what they tell you when you're growing up what's the most important meal of the bre- day is breakfast and it's cool like eat whenever you want to eat but i noticed like i thought back to that i was like According to who? Like, who paid for the study? Kellogg, bruh? Of course it's the most important meal to him. <laughs> Real shit. Because that's when he's eating your bread. Like, you better Real eat shit. that breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Because they're the same motherfuckers that told you Frosted Flakes will get you to the Olympics. Remember like, two, Wheaties might, but them shits will might fuck your teeth up. This was like an era where, like, <clears throat> people, I feel like, majority of America, it was like a peak where, like, yeah, you had obesity problems. You had this and that. Everybody was on that processed shit. Everybody ate takeout. Yeah. Um, all the big name restaurants, fast foods. It was Chipotle came out of nowhere. Nowhere, all this stuff. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> that's why documentaries like motherfucking like um, super super size super size me. me. Yeah. Had to come out about McDonald's. What happens if you eat that thirty days straight? <laughs> Which is crazy because and, like, a few other documentaries like that that you, expose like these industries. The conclusion of it, if you remember, yo, they were like, yo. You basically, like, I've seen motherfuckers go to Vegas and go on a bender that have alcohol problems. And you, like, did the same damage to your liver as that, if not worse. Exactly. And, like, the, it's even more worse is that it was a silent killer, right? Because, like, even, he, I think dude loved it. How long was it? Like, 30 days? He did it for just, yeah, 30 days. I think the first eight he was loving it. But I like, I it was like know. literally after the first like nine or ten, he started having problems. His doctor was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's so, so. He was telling him to hang it up like a fucking. Because he couldn't even by day 30, like before day 30, his doctor was like, you need to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He says, nah, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> like, uh, and this is within He was like, 30 you know, the stock better is new. Huge, gonna be huge. I can't stop. And he was like, <laughs> 
I mean, it could be wrong. Maybe it was three months, but uh, I think it was 30 days. Like, No, no, it was 30 days. Yeah. yeah. You cannot, 90 days would have killed him. That's what the doctor was trying to tell That's him. The doctor he was, was like, he was like, even the two weeks, like, because he did every <laughs> meal and he got whatever the fuck he wanted to and he went in like a G. Like, and that's, honestly, that's, that's when you're not taking shits. Like, you're taking one shit every, like, week and a half if you eat McDonald's hard like that. Bro. I don't know. He was spreading himself across that menu thing to where he could have been. He's like, I had everything on the menu. Yeah, he could have just had the McRib and that, that'll clear he your ate colon it, out. He ate it three, four times a day like a sick fuck. Like, why? Yeah. Why? But, yeah, yeah. And, like, even that's back. It's, like, it's not like we've never had mcdonald's before you know what i'm saying man that was back in those days as teenagers you feel what i'm saying like yeah that was your highlight like hell I yeah mcdonald's yada yada this and that and it'd be late at night after eating concert or whatever that's just the thing to do nowadays as, as grown folks like we'll come home hype like fuck like i got my own like food here <laughs> hell i'll yeah. probably make a gs meal if i want or more than likely, we, we've already ate and been fed some shit. If I'm just being real, like, at least for me, everywhere I go, it's like food is just there. And it's vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, even like, I think, uh, yeah, 90 or 2000s, I mean, the vegan shit has been really coming around as far as. Yo, 2019 is the year of the year vegan. Of vegan. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. I fell into veganism last year out of nowhere because I just wanted to better my health when it came to like the food the horrible foods I was eating prior hell yeah and but it just seems like it's like a fucking wave now it's a fucking movement hard it's like mad people are like pretty much saying like I'm I'm switching with this over. shit yeah I'm with this <clears> shit it's like 2019 it's gonna be an open manual on all the shit that we had to find out kind of like throughout personal research in a hard way uh. and it's gonna be a whole string of like planned out manuals on how to survive as a vegan so that it's going to be a whole mainstream thing so everybody can just become vegan smoothly and, and easily pretty much pretty much a lot of people started and they quit the veganism because they wasn't doing it right <clears throat> and they wasn't keeping up with their levels and every all the things that their body really needs mm. you feel what I'm saying so they started to have problems so they started to feel weak or yada yada yeah so you gotta be dedicated to that shit. Yeah, it's, it's coming a lot easier, and and also this will, the other shit that's popping because this we're talking about throwback two thousand shit. What's throwback two thousands is the that the quote unquote Atkins diet, oh, like the low carb yeah. shit, right? Oh, yeah. But I realized they bring that shit out every like fifteen to thirty years, and they give it a new name because now that shit's keto. Oh yeah, it's the same. I, I keep hearing that from everybody. It's like, yeah, I'm about to get on this keto, keto diet, and I was Atkins. like, yo, isn't that like Atkins super is low carb? I was like, but hold on, I was like, it's low carb <laughs> but super high protein, right? I was like, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of wondering like, how is that gonna? And then like when I hear that bullshit, I just be like, yo, like, why not just eat more plant based shit, like eat more salad, whatever, or or do here's a challenge. Like, it's not mm. even to try to convert anybody to veganism or this and that, but you know if you're really trying to lose weight or, like, just get yourself in a healthy position all the quickness, make a challenge for yourself and try to go vegan just for one week. See how you feel. That's all it is. Just for one week. No sugar, no uh, processed shit, no soda, no candy, no none of that bullshit. And just eat fucking salads and, and cook cheese shit at home and eat fruits. See how you feel in just one week. 
or do something really crazy that's even less than that is just yo try just to just only drink like water for a week bro yeah like that's (laughs) you realize like how important that shit is but anyways that's our tip you know sit down at at, uh, university Uh, make sure you guys support um Love and the love you guys are showing us. We appreciate it so much. Hell yeah. Uh, check out the website www.sickind if you fuck with our hoodies and our merch and you want to be dressed like a sick guy. It's available out there for everybody. Fuck right. It's your host, RJ McLoca. And your boy, Danny Mel. Make sure you follow. All three of us on Instagram. On Instagram. And also give Life of Sick Guys some love on Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and check out our, the vlogs on our website if you haven't done so already. And check out our other previous podcast episodes as well. I mean, there's always going to be more to come. Stay sick. Till next time.